Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let me make sure we are live. Yes, we are. How's everybody doing? Welcome to A Queen's Roundtable Show. Thank you for all that will join us live. And for those that will catch the replay, please leave whatever questions or comments you have in the comments because we want this to be as interactive as possible. I do apologize. We're getting started a little bit behind schedule today. I had some issues with my internet, you know, some technical difficulties, but thank you for those that, you know, hung in there and that are going to support us regardless. So I am your host of A Queen's Roundtable Show, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison, and we do this every second and fourth Sunday of the month. I interview a different entrepreneur and we just basically talk openly and honestly about entrepreneurship, the ups, the downs, right? The good and the bad and the ugly, because it's not always glamorous, right? So that's what, that's what we do here. We, we talk about trials and tribulations and we end on an inspirational educational note with tools that you can take and begin applying today to begin to improve yourself personally and professionally. So without further ado, oh, and also make sure you share this broadcast out, okay? Or tag another coach or another consultant. All right, so without further ado, I'm gonna let my guest introduce herself. Hello, everyone. I am Shaquanda. I'm the CEO of Beyond Beauty Life Collection. First, I would like to say thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> well, what we do at Beyond Beauty Life Collection is we offer um, products like eyelashes, hair extensions, accessories, just a multitude of, you know, little dainty things to make a woman feel good at affordable prices also. So we have like the hair extensions, we have handbags, uh, eyelashes, like I said, I sell, um, I also have starter kits for women who are interested in starting their own business as far as eyelashes go. Um, my main mission is to ultimately help people build their own business. You know, people that are building their own business. I want to mentor them. So at the moment, I'm kindly be I'm behind the scenes taking um, life coaching as well as business coaching classes. Nice. Okay. Now, so, it, was a, it was a little bit of a delay. So I'm going to try to, you know, if you if you see me pausing a little bit, it's just because I'm trying to make sure you get a, you know, I can hear you actually answer. Okay. okay. <laughs> Am I delayed as well for you? Yes. Okay. It's just right. a little one though, not much of one. Not much. Okay. Okay. So audience too, let us know if you can hear us. Okay. And, you know, of course we don't want to go the whole show and nobody can hear us. Okay. So let us, let us know. Um, I'm going to share it all out in a, in a second here. But what, what I want you to tell us a little bit about now is like, how did you, you know, like, where did you grow up? Like, where were you born? Where were you raised? Do you have any siblings? Um, is your business primarily online or is it, you know, do you have some sort of a physical location? Um, you know, just, you know, tell us maybe a fun fact about yourself, you know, just to give the audience an opportunity to get to know a little bit more about who you are. Got you. So for the fun fact, if you see me laughing, I am nervous. I get 
I get a little giddy, I get a little giddy when I get a little nervous and my anxiety kind of kicks in. But um, mm-hmm. I was actually born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, and then I relocated to um, Alton, Illinois. And from Alton, Illinois, we decided that we wanted a little more city life, so we we ended up coming to St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I started my company uh, due to a lot of my past mistakes that I've made in life. So I received a lot of no's in, um, being out here trying to push, you know, paper to the pen and for people to get to see who I actually am versus what they may read on a piece of paper about me due to some mistakes that I've made prior to me wanting to actually apply for that job or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. So I received a lot of no's and it kind of just pushed me into wanting to be, Come my own boss. So um, one day I was just kind of sitting around in my room and I was just so frustrated with working, you know, dead end jobs. And every time it was always something I was working for a business, uh, we had to rush to cash our checks before, you know, like the whole city knew about this place we were working for, but we had to rush and cash our checks before they went into overdraft. And then it was jobs that I really wanted. But like I said, due to my past record, which I do have a felony on my record, if anyone is wondering, I have a felony. So it kind of stopped me from getting jobs that I knew I was overly qualified for a good job with good benefits. And it actually stopped me from getting those jobs. So here I was working the fast food, you know, taking the fast food route, just any little thing to make sure that I didn't convert back to my old ways as far as things that I was doing before I went to, you know, I went away. So, um, okay. I just, So I just kind of got started from, I was just sitting around and I was like, okay, I'm going to cosmetology school and um, what can I do, you know, that doesn't feel like a job? And then it dawned on me, like I can sell hair. <laughs> I enjoy doing hair so I can sell hair. Uh, but I started to get real serious about it. At first I was treating my business like a hobby and it would just be when I wanted to do something, you know, that was one of the mistakes I can honestly say in the beginning that I made because I wasn't as serious as I should have been. And I really wasn't focusing on my why, why am I doing this? You know, I didn't have a budget set. I wasn't setting goals. I just knew that I wanted to become my own boss and I was tired of people telling me no, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, but you see that I have the skills, you know, you see that I do have, you know, the rest, my resume states that I'm qualified for this. However, due to, like I said, my felon, my past uh, history, having a felony on my record and being labeled a felon, you know, they shut the door a lot of times. Okay. Okay. Wow. So you, <laughs> you, you said a mouthful there. Um, first, let me, let me acknowledge you, Ashley Jordan. Okay, so good. So she says she can hear us both. Okay. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So glad to hear that. And then a Paulette, you know, Paulette Branch. Yes. And she said, hey, my sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Miss Paulette. <laughs> Let me see if I can put her comment up here. Okay. So thank you, ladies, for joining us. And just, you know, just thank you for you know, just, just being here today. And, you know, I'm just so excited to kind of get into the interview and just to kind of really hear and have you share your story, you know, because really, I think a lot of us, you know, we, a lot of times we keep a lot to ourselves and we don't really share it. 
you know, and when we share and we start talking and conversing, we really find out that there are so many other people that, you know, share it. They may not share our entire story, but they share bits and pieces, you know, and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I experienced that. Or, you know, I had some trouble with that, too. You know, and a lot of times or that's that's one of the purposes of this show is to give people like hope and inspiration. You know that we are not our we are not our past. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us, we make mistakes and, you know, I don't know whether it be, you know, maybe like like your particular situation, you know, being incarcerated or maybe some of us have been in marriages, you know, for a very long period of time that weren't good, that were very toxic. You know, and different different things about our past that we may be ashamed about or that we may not want to talk about, you know, that that type of thing. But the bottom line is it happens. You know what I mean? It happens to all of us, but it doesn't mean that we are going to that that's gonna decide our future for us. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm hoping that through this discussion, people will basically be inspired by your story. You know, I I know that I am. You know, so I'm I'm so glad and so honored that you agreed to come on the show and to just basically share with us. So, okay, so before we get into a little bit more specifics, so I want to find out. So you you said the the why behind your business is, or shall I say this? I want you to elaborate a little bit more on that. I remember you said you're like, oh, I like I like hair, or I guess you said you like doing hair. So you figured that's that was let me go down that avenue. So I want you to elaborate a little bit more on that in terms of your why, like why this specific business. Okay, so for me, um, as I said, I started out selling the hair, and I just always I'm the type of um, I'm more of a laid back type of person. I'm not real like all the time, you know, dainty and stuff like that. I have my little ways where I'm just like, look, give me a t-shirt and some jogging pants and some nice tennis and I'm going. (laughs) So for me, getting into the beauty industry was actually because I see a lot in the fashion world that I actually um, wanted to tap into as well. So I figured if I started and got um, and got the hang of, you know, like making sure how to make sure that women feel good from the inside out without having to overspend because the world that we live in is glorified by all these material things nowadays. So you see all of this glitz and glamour and we all have those moments where it's like, dang, I wish I could do, you know, or dang, I probably should do, or I wish I could do moments. So for me, it was more of what can I do to make another queen feel good? What can I do to make another sister feel good? So when I have to tap down into my why, I also have to remember the people who will come after me and are going to be confused or are going to feel like, you know, where do they start? Um, These people are telling me, no, I'm not qualified for this job. And it makes you feel, you know, a type of way and it messes with your self-esteem and messes with your confidence. So for me, it's more of making sure that these young ladies know, whether it be male or female, that you can start over. Like no matter what these people may say about you or how many no's that you receive, you are you you can start over and you can just find something that you enjoy doing. So when I figured that I wanted to do the hair, 
I was like, okay, in my mind, um, all honesty, I started out money. Money was my motive when I first started out, which is something you never, ever want to do when starting out. You have to have that passion. You have to have that drive. You have to have that determination and you have to know your end goal. So when you're chasing the money, you're chasing your own coattail. Pretty much you're just running around in circles because you find yourself more exhausted than you should be. You find yourself trying to come up different ways to market and strategize. When if you have an actual plan, you can actually sit down and say, you know what? All right, I'm going to work from this to this. I'm going to make sure I do this and this versus just chasing the money. Because like I said, you chase that money and you'll find yourself so wore out. So I started out doing that, <laughs> chasing money. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to do this. Like, I don't want to make this just a hobby or a side hustle. I really want to dig down into the beauty industry and start, you know, finding, um, doing my research as far as what's trendy, what's, you know. But for me, I'm more of a person. I like people to set their own trends. <laughs> Like set your own trend. Don't do what the world expects you to do. Do the opposite of what they think you should be doing. You know? No, that's right. You know what? Um, can you, can you all hear us? Okay. Uh, Paulette. Cause I know for a minute I didn't hear anything and I thought I had lost you. I saw her comment go up, but I didn't see mm. Yeah, I mean, and, and it seemed like it was it was going okay initially, but then, but then it was like it started breaking up for a second. Okay, I don't know. Ho hopefully, they they can still hear us. But yes, okay. Oh, she made a comment. She said, "Passion, drive, passion, drive, and determination." I was trying to put it up there on the screen, but I guess it's not letting me do it. I can see her uh, passion, drive, and determination comment. Oh, okay. Good. Yes. All right. Excellent. So, right, right, right. I mean, just, you know, being able to, being able to, like, like, like you said, connect, being able to connect with that why. I'm sorry, I got you getting a message from your mom. <laughs> being able to connect with that why is so, so important. You know what I mean? And like, like you said, you don't want to just be chasing the money. You know what I mean? Then, like you running in a you running in a circle, you know. So, in in your in your business, I know you you mentioned a few things. You talked about also helping other women to start businesses. So, how do you go about doing that? Well, what I do is I offer um, wholesale eyelashes, so you can get them in quantities in different quantities. And with that, you are able to actually take that, brand it, market it, advertise it as your own. So I have some that will come with a tray and some will come without a tray. So it's kind of up in, it's kind of like up in the air as far as your budget. And that's one of the things I want to stress to business owners. Like when you're first starting out, make sure you set some type of budget. I didn't have a budget. I didn't have, um, <laughs> like I literally just got started. So in setting your budget, it will help you, you know, okay. see what, what you need to do and which way you want to go with things. So for the wholesale eyelash program, basically, okay. um, I just allow people to get, you know, different quantities. I don't have like a catalog that's set up for them because for me, I um, like to have things on hand. 
So I don't like doing third party things, if that makes sense, because I feel like it's too much back and forth. And I feel like if I have it on hand, I can actually converse with the customer or the client and let them know this is what I'm dealing with and this is what we have. And I just feel it goes a lot smoother. Okay. Okay. So when you, when you do the, um, when you sell the hair, do you actually, um, do they just come to you and purchase it? Or do you go through like a whole consultation with them? Well, when they want to purchase hair, I have um, I have it up on my website. So basically what I always okay. stress to people is don't make an unsure purchase. So if you have any questions about the hair, you know, the, the longevity of it, does it come with hair care tips or any of that? I strongly advise that people ask these questions ahead of time due to the no refund policy on us have you know on the hair extension um on our hair extensions so i ask that people just always read our policies so i'm also working with my vendor to get a wholesale program going for ladies who want to start their own hair business as well okay nice now is it just you do you have a team right now a team Um, working yeah, I actually, you. actually, it's just me and my mom right now working hand in hand. So what we're okay. doing, um, futuristically, we do have um, Broken But Blessed Destinations, which we are going to be doing together. And um, I'm also up under her right now. She is my coach for life coaching. So I have a couple more weeks of course. I have maybe like four more courses that I need to take and complete before I can actually be certified up under her. And she's certified up under John Maxwell, Lisa Nichols, you know, and those good old people. So I'm getting good information. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Wonderful. 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 Okay. So I wanted to ask you, okay, so we talked about your why behind your business and how that came about. So talk to us about what has been your biggest challenge, you know, and I guess you can kind of enter, you know, intertwine your story in, in that, if you don't mind, you know, and kind of let us, let us know, you know, how did, like, how did all of that come about that, that you actually ended up, you know, being, being incarcerated. And would you say that that is, has been your biggest challenge or, you know, would you identify something else as your biggest challenge? And then talk to the ladies about how you actually overcame it or how you did not allow it to cause you to give up or just not try. So for me, um, I've, I was incarcerated for 10 and a half years. So for me, um, before my incarceration, I just kind of um, got mixed in with the wrong crowd, start doing things that I normally wouldn't do. You know, I had graduated from high school, come from a good background, good family. You know, I was just the only child, spoiled riding, wanted to do what I wanted to do. Um, And I pretty much learned a manipulation tactic to use between my mom and my dad because they were in two separate states. So when I couldn't get my way with mommy, I'm going to pout, scream and kick and I'm going to go with daddy. And then when I can't get my way with daddy, it's back to mommy type of thing is what I was doing you know, prior to that. So me being incarcerated, honestly, Jackie, I never really sat with myself because it was more like I was doing my time. I wanted it to pass. So I was always playing racquetball. I was playing pinochle. You know, I was always out doing something just to make my days go by. So I never really had that chance to actually sit down and say, what am I going to really do with myself? I knew I didn't want to go back, but I, ne- I didn't okay. have that, that chance to sit down with myself and say, what do I really want to do with myself once I get out of here? You know, so towards the end of my time, I started cosmetology school while I was in there. It was vocational off, you know, it was um, through the Votech 
So I started going there. Um, if you had if you had your GED, you were able to do things like that. You were able to find a not so it wasn't like big paying job, but you were able to get better, you know, jobs around the camp if you had your GED. So for me, I did um, a couple jobs and I also did uh, the cosmetology votes cosmetology votech. So um, once I came home, I would say my biggest challenge was in the beginning, adjusting to a new world, adjusting to technology, adjusting to, you know, a whole new era. <laughs> because when I went away, you know, we were still operating on beepers and things like that and big old flip phones. And then I come home. <laughs> so I come home. I and, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I come home and I'm trying to adjust to this whole big old world. So a lot of people don't know this. When you've been incarcerated for such a long time, it's so much easier to come home and fall backwards. And the reason why is because the challenges that lie ahead, you're unsure. But you know that if you, in your heart, you feel like if you go back to this old ways, it's a lot easier to maneuver and navigate because you know how to do okay. these old things. Okay. So the biggest because challenge familiar, was, right? yes, it's yeah, exactly. It's familiar. Okay. So when you okay. coming out after a time like that, everything is very unfamiliar at the time. And you don't know. So for me, I kind of got trapped in my old ways. You know, I started hanging out with the same people. I didn't really know how to sit in rooms and, you know, actually have my presence known without being loud and, you know, things like that, just knowing that I'm in a room and I should be paying attention. So once I got started, um, once I came home and I got started with all these, they got, you know, applications and things like that. And I'm getting denied, denied, denied. It actually put, it did something to me on the inside. And I think it was like, I felt trapped all over again. So okay. my sense of freedom didn't come until I actually moved to New York in which I actually started my business. And to answer your question, I'm sorry, my business is mostly online. Okay. And I will be offering, um, once I get a little more settled, I will be offering delivery services and they will still have to order, you know, through my website if within, if it is within a certain mile radius. Okay. So, um, so for me, um, all of these no's, you know, when I got up to New York, I was like, I want to do something different. You know, I have to do something different. I was at my wits end. I was tired. I was anxious. I was unsure. You know, I was, uh, I was ashamed of my past because I could walk in and I can own what's on the paper, but that still didn't make a difference to the note that was going to come behind it. I could sit and I can explain and say, Hey, you know, it was 10 years ago. I was being foolish. I made a lot of mistakes. And you know, we all had those mistakes that we all made back in the days. A lot of us just got caught and some of us, some of us got caught and some of us didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so my sense of freedom started to come once I had to actually sit down, Jackie, and be honest with myself about some things that had transpired since I had been home. Um, I had to be honest about, you know, still having like rollover emotions from before I went to prison, you know, with my mom and my dad. So I had to sit and actually be honest with myself and it hurt. It was ugly, you know, the ugly truth started coming up and I realized a lot about myself. So 
as I started my healing process while I was up there, it actually made me fuel me to want to start my business because I felt like my personal life was in line with where it, I was heading in the right direction. And a lot of people don't realize your personal life does affect your business. So I, when I first got started and I was telling you I was all over the place, it was because my mental was still all over the place. I really hadn't sat down and had that honest conversation with myself. I hadn't got that gook out of me that I knew, you know, was inside of me from my past. Right. So it took me... Yeah. It took me going through cosmetology school and, you know, being by myself and just being honest with myself and saying, hey, regardless of what these people say about you on this paper, what do you want to do? You know what I mean? How can you show people that regardless of, you know, if they're a felon or whatever, that they can still be successful and they can mm -hmm. still create their own lane? So that is my go to now. You know, when I sit around and I think about all the people who don't know how to get started and who are just gun hole on having this felon attached this you know this felony attached to them and they're like i can't do nothing else no matter what i do i'm gonna always have this following in my step so those are the people that i do it for <laughs> you know what i mean i i'm sitting here and I'm, I'm listening i'm trying to listen but i'm telling you that my internet and i'm thank god that you all can hear it okay but i'm telling you i can hear every other word that you're saying that's why I'm. it's, it's kind of hard for me if I have funny facial expressions. I'm sitting here. She said, oh, <laughs> Althea said, to everyone watching, buy her products. My daughter and I purchased eyelashes. We love them. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I'm sitting. So so I want you to, I just don't want you to think that I'm not in, you know, you know what I mean? It's just said like literally every other word so i might be doing like that it's just because i'm just kind of struggling like can, can you hear me okay or am i going in and out too Shaquana? no i can hear you just fine okay all right uh okay i hate that okay so it's really my so it's my internet so i do apologize everybody okay so so yeah so you were okay so this is what i want to ask you i know that that had to be so challenging like you said getting out trying to start, you know, or start or getting ready to start a new, ready to hit the ground running and putting in applications and, you know, not, not, you know, having people like not give you an opportunity, you know, which I, I know was very challenging at that time, but you used it in a, in a positive fashion and decided, you know what, I'm going to start my own business, you know, so that, that in itself is admirable. You know, because a lot of people might just kind of just sit and just like wallow in self-pity, like woe is me, or or use that as an excuse, if you will, just to like go back to old behaviors or what's familiar. You know, so I have to really, really applaud you on that, you know, for being able to ba basically take, take those lemons and make lemonade, so to speak. So, but this is what I want to ask. Do you find that you run across a lot of other women that may have similar uh, backgrounds that, that, that you, that actually say you, you are an inspiration to me. Yes. I've ran across, um, I'm pretty surprised by the people that I inspire. 
<laughs> so sometimes like when I get things, um, I get maybe like an email or I get a message or something messenger and people would be like, wow, this is great. Or I post something on my Instagram. Um, I'll say, you know, I'll talk about my wins. I'll talk about my losses. I just want people to know that it's not always easy. So I'm always transparent when it comes to, I'll give you a, for instance, I've had the same Instagram page for um, going on three years now because I've had my business almost three years. And recently, right before my birthday, my Instagram was uh, someone reported it, I guess, you know, um, I have been receiving a couple inquiries about doing some business promos and things like that. I don't really know if that was the reason why, because I was denying people, but it was just real strange. All of a sudden, you know, my page got reported and they took it down. So I had to um, actually use my personal page and turn it into a business. So now I'm at a place where I'm only at like maybe 200 and something followers because I really never used my personal page as much. My focus was my business page. You know, every now and then I'll go on my personal page and post something randomly or whatever. So I felt defeated. I was frustrated. You know, my birthday was coming up and I was like, what is going on? Like, why right now? Because I had already made a statement that, you know, orders would be shipped out at X, Y and Z day due to, you know, me taking my personal days for my birthday. So um, mm -hmm. I would I felt so defeated, you know, and I was just like, I have to share with them. You know, I can't come back and act like, hey, I'm back. And I didn't feel a kind of way. So I share with my audience, you know, hey, I share with you my wins, my losses. And that right there was something that I felt defeated on because I had worked so hard to get, you know, my brand aesthetics and get everything looking nice and presentable, you know, for my page. Mm -hmm. So I also wanted people to mm -hmm. see my struggle, Jackie. That's what I wanted people to see from the very beginning of how I didn't know anything about branding, how I didn't know anything about marketing or advertising, you know, how I thought that one, one was just, uh, that marketing was just putting up a picture and saying, hey, this is me, da, 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 da. I didn't realize it was something that, you know, it was a different, ball game with the marketing and branding and stuff like that. So my my main reason for being frustrated wasn't because I lost the following because I hear a lot of people say, you know, if you get X, Y, and Z amount of followers, that doesn't make sales. So I wasn't upset because I lost my thousands of my thousand followers that I had. I was more frustrated and upset because it's like, dang, I wanted to be able to inspire somebody. I wanted somebody to be able to look down my newsfeed and say, Wow, from 2017 when she first started to 2020, look how far she's come. I was more in a rut about that because it was like, now I know pretty much how to brand. I know pretty much how to market. So when I do it on my new page, it doesn't feel the same to me. And, you know, people will look at it and say, wow, this looks nice. You know, I can tell you know what you're doing. But once upon a time, I didn't know what I was doing. And there's people who don't know what they're doing, but mm -hmm. I was more upset about that <laughs> than the following. I didn't care about the followers. You know, I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well, I can go through and I'll get my followers back eventually. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like just because I had a thousand followers, I was getting a thousand sales. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> but you know so, what? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. No, I was just saying, so that right there was one of 
my um I just turned it into a lesson even though it was like lesson learned because I always think to myself what would I do if I didn't have social media to actually promote mm-hmm. my business how can I get out here and let people how can I make my business still relevant with the COVID if social media shuts down we got to practice social distancing right now people are nervous they anxious you can't just be walking up on folks handing them business cards and stuff like that right. and- <laughs> So I'm always in my head thinking. And so when that happened for me, it was like, okay, what do you do? Do you sit here and feel defeated or do you get up and promote Facebook, you know, um, Linktree, use your LinkedIn or either uh, YouTube, you know, you have to, now you got to get uncomfortable. So now I have to make more YouTube (laughs) than I usually would make. (laughs) Now I have to go over to Facebook and advertise and explain what's going on and things like that. And I was just like, this cannot be happening. So it happened. (laughs) You know, it's a a couple of things I wanted to say. I've never never heard anybody express that their um, Instagram account, like somebody reported it or whatever. Like I've never, you know, I've never had that happen, but or heard of or, or heard of that per se. But I mean, that would be like, you know, I've heard of people getting hacked and stuff like that. But that would be crazy, you know. Yes. Just to imagine, like you got this, you know, you spent some time and you established this, and then all of a sudden you look around, it's just gone, you know. But I, I, I mean, I think that that's awesome at the fact that how you stated that you share your wins and your and your setbacks, so to speak, right? Because a lot of times when people look at other people online, other coaches and consultants, and, you know, people have a tendency to present everything is going right. You know what I mean? Or all of the positive or all of the good. And then people kind of get into this mindset of um, everything is going to be easy. Everything is going to be smooth selling. You know, somebody might, you know, maybe one particular month, a coach might have hit their goals or exceeded their monthly income goals. You know, they are happy and they're taking a trip and, you know, life is good, you know, but then who knows, maybe that following month, maybe they didn't meet, they barely, you know, got any income from their business or maybe something happened like, you know, like what you just described, you know, so I think it's important that that we keep that, that uh, candidness, you know what I mean? Because it's not always roses, everything doesn't always work out or plan, you know, I mean, even, even if we plan it. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out specifically like that. You know what I mean? And that's okay. You know, and the thing of it is, it's really more about how we adjust. It's really more about how we, how we handle change. You know what I mean? I always like to say like sticking and moving, you know, because something, you know, you always have to be ready. Different opportunities present themselves. Or sometimes it may seem like a, like, like this door over here closes. And y'all know that that sounds very cliche. But this door over here closes, but that might be an opportunity for you to kick open another door. You know what I mean? So I think it's so important that we have these conversations. You know, like I'm be honest, like right now, and I'm I'm pretty open, open book myself. Right now, I'm I'm feeling, you know, anxious about this whole internet thing, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, I want everything to, you know, go off right and you know. All of that, right? But the thing of it is, you can plan, 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 but doesn't necessarily mean it's going to turn out, you know, step by step by step. And just because it doesn't, doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that 
that you need to quit or that you need to give up or, you know, all that means is that you just have to be able to stick and move. You know what I mean? If, 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 if it's not working, going this path over here, you got to even sometimes you may have to pull over to the side and just recalibrate. Right. And figure something else out. OK, well, this is what this is what I'm being presented with right now. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle it? You know, so I think it really boils down to having, you know, having the right attitude, you know, which hearing your story, you have pivoted a lot, you know, and you've learned from some of, you know, from some of the things that, that you've done in the past about what you want to do, you know, what you don't want to do. And I mean, I, I think it's great that you serve as a, like an inspiration, you know, to others, you know what I mean? And you're not just talking, you're talking, you're walking the walk. How they say talking the talk and walking the walk, you know what I mean? So it's just like to hear, you know, someone might be able to like see you and say, wow, you know, I, I've been wanting to do that, but I need a little guidance, you know? So, I mean, I think that that's just so, so cool at the fact that you, you know, sell the products as well as help other women, you know, cause you know, sometimes people just don't know where to start. You know what I'm saying? They, they know that, you know, that they want to do something, but they just don't know how to start. And sometimes people just need that boost of encouragement or somebody to be like, girl, you know, well, this is the first thing you need to do. You know, so I think that that's so important. And I'm that, just going to glance at a couple of these comments here. You go, you go ahead and respond. I'm going to glance at a couple of comments. Oh, okay. I'm right here now. I think something happened. Something popped up on my phone and then I had to swipe it. I'm back. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep, I can, I can <laughs> I see you and hear you now. Okay. Um, so what I was going to say was um, for me, it is very important that I am able to um, inspire others. So it kind of gets to a point I feel like where I need to be inspired sometimes too. So I have my go-to people, you know, <laughs> I have my go-to people. But one thing I want to stress is um, I just want to piggyback off what you were saying as far as it, it looks easy, because a lot of the times people do get into this and they think like, oh, everybody's going to buy from me. My family's going to support me. My friends are going to support me. You know, like it's me. They, they're going to do it. And the craziest thing is, it's not, um, it's not easy. And then you, you're going to have people who are going to think you are stone cold crazy for investing this amount of money in a business that you don't even know the outcome of, you know, you're going to have people doubting you. You're going to have people mm -hmm. questioning you. And for me, that was one of the biggest things. When I first started out, I was looking for support in all the wrong places. I was thinking, oh, I sell hair. You know, my cousins in them wear hair. So, of course, they're going to buy hair for me because it's me. <laughs> oh, I sell eyelashes. Right. Such and such wears eyelashes. So, of course, she's going to buy it because it's coming from me. So, when I didn't get that, I found myself very discouraged. Mm -hmm. I found myself very disappointed. And I kept asking myself, like, why is it, you know, that people can go and we'll purchase things from the beauty supply, we'll purchase, everything is unknown, like everything presents itself one way, but at the end of the day, things are still unknown. 
you can see some hair in a beauty supply and you would think, oh, they, they talk you into thinking, you know, it's from over here in India and it's from over here. <laughs> so you purchase it and then it could be end up being trash. But then you have the one friend who really has good quality of hair, who's really honest about, you know, hey, this is where this comes from, blah, 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 blah. This is how you maintain it. You know, you have any questions, but we still won't go to this person. We'll rather go to the beauty supply. So for me, that was one of the biggest things in the beginning was once I got over my feelings, once I realized that as a business owner, you you can feel, but you have to keep it moving and you also have to remain professional. I was able to converse more with more business owners. You know, I felt more comfortable being in rooms. I felt more comfortable being in uh, in groups and conversing with different women in the groups because I, at first I was just like, Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you made me feel some type of way, you know, or I feel some type of way about this happening and that not happening or whatever. So once I took those feelings out, <laughs> I was able to actually say, you know what, regardless of who supports me, or who believes in me, I believe in me. You know, I'm going to walk in my faith. I'm going to walk in my truth. And when people ask me, I'm going to tell them my why. And I'm going to also let them know that from the very beginning, it's not easy. It's not easy, you know, as you grow, for me, as I grew, my vision grew, my goals, you know, I started to set them instead of uh, so many months apart, I started doing them weeks apart to make sure that I was consistently holding myself accountable. So in doing so, like even during the time in the pandemic, um, I was working so much beforehand that I never really had time to actually sit down and deal with my computer and things like that. So now I have three eBooks out, you know, ever since this has, so that's something, that's an area that I've grown in. So I also offer eBooks and in my eBooks, one of them is a free eBook and I talk about five reasons why, you know, people may not be making any sales in their business. And it just basically talks about how you have to get started. You have to let people know you're out there. You can't be afraid to fail. You know, you don't just strictly market and advertise to your family and friends. Make sure you're networking, you know, getting in different groups, collaborating with women, supporting other women. Because what we don't realize is support. When you give support, you'll get the support back. And it may not come in the form of, of financial support. You know, it may just be somebody just reposting it or somebody just checking in and saying, hey, how's business going? We always some people tend to always get caught up on the financial support versus maybe just a quick shout out or something you know in, in my eyes i'm i'm good with it all <laughs> right. i'm good with it all shout me out say whatever <laughs> you know? tell a friend to tell a friend i know that's right you know i was gonna say when you brought up the part about family and friends supporting you you're like oh okay well you know she she wears lashes, you know, so she gonna buy from me, you know, and it's just like, I've heard that come up a lot. And it's, it's also happened to me personally, that, um, you know, you just think that because they're your family and your friends, that they're going to support you, you know, and, and even, even not necessarily monetarily or buying products, like in your case, maybe buying products or, you know, buying a service per se, but just even like a, a, a like, or a heart or sharing your posts, you know? And for me, that has been a big, big, big one. And I find that a lot of women that I interview say the same thing, you know what I mean? Cause it's just like, when you first start out, 
you are really, you know, it, it, it's something new. You know, you're in uncharted territory, so to speak. And you're looking for that, for that support. You know, you're looking for that uh, positive feedback. You know, and I'm not saying, I'm not, and this is what this, I think it's human nature to do that. I think it's human to do that, you know, but it can, but, but it's very hurtful when you don't get it, it's very hurtful. And for some people, you know, they'll cause, or, or that, that type of response or lack of will cause them to kind of give up or kind of doubt themselves, you know? So that's, so that, so that's why I'm mentioning this, everybody is because, you know, just because other people, you know, other people don't buy your products or your family don't support you, you know, you have to believe in yourself. You know what I mean? You have to believe that that you can do it. You have to believe in, like, you know, for a coach, you have to believe in the transformation that you provide. You know what I mean? And regardless to what other people think or, you know, what their opinions are, because everybody got an opinion, right? And you know that that's another thing. Everybody got an opinion. Oh yeah, well you should do this, or oh, you should go here and sell your services over here, or you should package it up this way. Everybody has an opinion, you know. And sometimes in the beginning, like I said, when this is all new to you, right? You they may have you going in all these different directions, you know. Oh, we're gonna do this over here because so and so said we're gonna do that because you know what I mean. And you'll be running in in a circle, not getting no results. And then, you know, either you'll quit or just give up or either you'll finally just say, you know what, let me just take a break a minute and just think about what it is that I really want to do and what's important to me and, and to believe in myself. You know, whatever route, I, whatever route of decisions I make, that's what I make and, that, and that's what I'm going to stay focused on, regardless of what this person over here is doing or what this person done said. And see, for me, that has been one of the biggest challenges, Jackie, because it's like, we the world has come to a point where a point where everything should look a certain way everything you know they tell you this mm -hmm. should look presentable this is how you should present your brand this is how you know so you get all these different opinions and then you see people and mm -hmm. they're doing it and you think that they're growing and their business is booming and things like that but we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes you know of mm -hmm. of their branding or whatever the case may be so i always stress this to all business owners like the, the ladies that i'm in the group with now you know a lot of them are just now starting their business and then some of us have been in business for a while so i say don't get so caught up on what the world says something should look like you'll be surprised who's applauding your effort and for me in the beginning when i didn't know what i was doing i had a couple people purchasing for me just because they saw the consistency they saw that i was trying mm -hmm. it didn't look like no big old you know uh <laughs> it didn't look like too much or nothing just maybe mm -hmm. a picture and you know a shot with me uh caption <laughs> but people i say that to say like you never know who's watching you so mm -hmm. for me that has been one of my biggest uh challenges when dealing dealing with other business owners because a lot of them have accepted that this is what the world say you should you should do so this is what I should do versus the ones who are like you know what I'm gonna run my business the way that I want to run it I'm gonna brand it the way that I want to brand it as long as I'm giving out good quality I'm giving out good customer service who could, I could care less what these people are doing over here 
And once yeah. you get that mindset, you'll be so much more surprised. Like for me, I was following a lot of businesses and it was kind of discouraging to me because I seen their growth. I seen, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, how they getting all these sales? And I know I got these good products over here, <laughs> you know? So it was real discouraging to me. But once I made my mind up that I was going to focus on my focus and do what mm -hmm. I needed to do for me and my business and run things the way that I saw fit to as long as I was, like I said, providing good customer service, good quality products. I could care less what Susie May over here who's selling eyelashes is doing <laughs> and how, you know, she's doing how she's doing whatever it is that, that she's doing as far as packaging or anything mm -hmm. like that. So in the beginning, I always stress to people just stay try to stay motivated, focused and positive on what you're doing and don't rear off so much into what other people are doing because you're going to find yourself discouraged and it's going to be hard because you're going to feel so frustrated and stagnant and stuck because you're too busy watching everybody else. Yep. And that's, you know, that's another thing too is, you know, going like see going through everyone's news feed, you know, and like you said, you're looking at this particular person and it looks like they're doing this, they're doing that, they're meeting their income goals, they got the perfect this, perfect that, or whatever, right? And, you know, in the beginning, and, you know, and even, I don't know, you know, even a year, two years in, you know, you can look at that and think to yourself like, oh, wow, you know, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? But the thing of it is, you don't really know, like you said, you don't really know what's going on in that person's business. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times things aren't what seem. <laughs> you know, so it's so important to really be focused on you and what you, you know, what your why is and what you're doing and what in and, and the path that you decided to take. You know, because I know you I know you mentioned about the ebook. Now, and then, and then I had a couple other questions I want to ask you that I ask everybody. But as far as the ebook, now the ebook tells them what exactly? Okay, so my um five reasons that you may not make it be making any sales ebooks. It, that's the free one, and it's on it's linked in with my website. It talks about things that you can do, such as um things that I did. I'm gonna say this: things that I was doing wrong in the beginning, and once I started to recognize my mistakes. I changed the way I did a few things and it, I started to see, you know, profit from what I wasn't from where I wasn't seeing it for, come from before. So in the okay. ebooks, it just basically talks about things that I did wrong, my own personal experiences. And it was five reasons why I wasn't making any sales in my business. And once I flipped these things, I started to actually generate some revenue. <laughs> and actually, and I did this for over like a year and a half. Like I was literally making these same mistakes for over a year and a half. Because when I first started my business, I was so like, I wanted people to know, but I didn't want people in my mix because I didn't want to be discouraged. I didn't want to hear, you know, the, the negativity. I didn't want the negativity to come along. So a lot of things I learned in the beginning, I learned on my own and that was trial and error. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be at that. Or, oh, that's not a good look. You know, going forward, I started to realize things that I shouldn't have been doing. 
So that's what the free ebook talks about. And it just, it just kind of motivates you and it's kind of fun and it, it's not so serious. Like one, two, three, four, five, you know, it talks about like, yikes, if you only sell it to your friends and family, that's probably another reason why you may not be making no money because <laughs> you have to expand, right. you know, you got to get out, you got to network. So it's real fun. Mm -hmm. Um, the ebook is real fun and it just kind of like, if it's the, it, it's my personality, I feel like it shows through the ebook. And then with this one, it also talks about my why. It talks about me being incarcerated. It talks about why I started my bit, you know, when I started my business. So that's all included in the free ebook. And I felt like that was a good one to actually give out for free because um, I want people to know who I am. I want them to know my background. And mm -hmm. I want them to get a feel for me before they actually decide if they ever wanted to buy a product or network with me or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I made sure that I included that bio in the free one. Now, my mm -hmm. other two ebooks are um, one of them is a 31 day content calendar. And with the content calendar, it talks about um, it just gives you 31 days of things that you can post if you're unsure as to what to how to appeal to your audience. You know, like it talks about a picture that you may post of something fun that you're doing talks about defeats, wins, losses, you know, um, sharing something as far as like your hometown. So if there's 31 different ways to actually, um, market and advertise yourself with this content and you can actually take that and recycle it, you know, week by week, day by day or whatever the case may be. So, okay. That's one of them. And then I have another ebook where I have the 31 content um, content day calendar and it includes uh, goal setting ways to set goals and things that your goals should be doing. It also includes um, content strategies. It talks about what your content should be doing. So there are two different um, there are two different ebooks. One of them, like I said, it's just the calendar. And then it's an extended version. The other one is an extended version of the calendar. And it talks about the content, what your content should do, content strategy, and it also talks about how to set your goals and how to attach your goals to something. So when you're you're setting your goals, you either want to attach it to some type of um, you want more followers or do you want you know more subscribers or are you trying to get more likes? Are you trying to get the money? Like what, what is, what are you attaching your goals to? So that's what the extended version talks about. Um, it also talks about, um, how to, I also included a journal in there and you can actually just sit down and every day, if you wanted to, like for five weeks, you could set a goal for a weekly goal and go back in and say, Hey, I didn't make that this, this and that, you know, I'll try to do that. Cause I want people to realize you don't have to be, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like we as business owners, I know I get in this space where I get super hard on myself, Jackie. And I'm like, no, I got to get this done. I got to, you know, <laughs> And then if I don't get something done within that day, I feel like I didn't accomplish nothing. You know, <laughs> I feel like I didn't do like nothing. Didn't I wasn't productive. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you might have done eight of them things on that list, but that one thing that you didn't do is yep. like, oh shoot, I ain't get nothing done today. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, I know. I know that feeling. So let me ask you this: um, How do you ensure that you practice good self care? Well, what do you do to practice good self-care and how do you ensure that you do it regularly? Well, what I do is I actually go walking. That's good for me. I'll go walking or either um, I'll just kind of I have days where I just want to chill out, watch television, refresh, reboot. I don't want to deal with social media. I don't deal. So that's one of the things that I do um, 
often is I just kind of detach from social media for a second. Maybe if it's for a day or something, I probably post some early in the morning and then I'm done for the rest of the day. And for that day, I'm just allowed to be a person and not a business owner. I'm allowed to watch television. I'm allowed to <laughs> go okay. out to dinner. You know, I'm allowed to do these things. Whereas when you are in that business mindset all the time, everything is strictly business, strictly business, you know, structured in its business. <laughs> So I do. Um, and unfortunately, with the corona going on right now, you know, the virus and everything, I'm not really like out and doing a bunch of activities that outside. Um, my mom and I, we do go out, have lunch and just sit down and discuss, you know, what it is that we're going to do next, how we're going to move forward. We're broken, but blessed destinations. Um, so we have those little luncheon meetings. But for me, it's more so just allowing myself to be Shaquanda for the day, allowing myself to not focus so much on work. So I don't feel so exhausted when I don't see the results I feel like I should be getting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, good. It sounds like, like you are on the right path there in terms of the practice and self-care. Cause you just be surprised how many of us just forget about that. You know what I mean? Cause especially when we constantly driving, you know what I mean? We see that goal, that end goal, and we want to get there. We, you know, we got to do this, that. You know, we're doing a million and one things. And a lot of times we just end up just kind of forgetting about ourselves. But I'm glad that you practice regular self-care because that's so, so important for your mental, <laughs> physical, and spiritual health. Yeah, in the beginning, so, I didn't. All I did was work, work, work. I was consumed with work, school, and business. Work, school, and business. And I was so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> right. Work, school, and business. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask, ask you this. Tell us something interesting about yourself that we might be like, really? You know, we didn't know that or that seems hard to believe. Um, believe it or not, the most interesting thing about me is I am really um, not a people's person anymore. <laughs> so you used to be? Yes, I used to be very social. I was your social butterfly. You know, I was the one who everybody was my friend. And I'm going to take you home to my mom. I'm going to introduce you to my mom. And I'll let you stay with her while I do whatever I'm doing. <laughs> I used to be. And now it's more like I'm, I've gotten to a space where I've grown so much, Jackie, that it's just like I, I, just, look, I just want stability. And I want to be comfortable. So in doing so... I'm not so much as standoffish when I go out into the world. I'm more cautious of who I let in my space. I'm more cautious of, you know, the people that I am engaging with versus just letting anybody come around me and their problems become my problem all over again type of deal. So a lot of people see me and they think I'm like, um, as my mom would say, she's like, oh, you're so standoffish and you don't want to deal with anybody. <laughs> and it's not that. It's just that I protect. I'm protecting my peace. So What'd you say? You protecting my peace. Oh, okay, okay, got you. So when it comes to um, when it comes to the business part of things, it's some days it's like I just want to be allowed to be a person, but I'm not. So I have to <laughs> I have to be professional at all times. You know, I have to maintain good customer mm -hmm. service and things like that. So I just kind of. I don't really know. That's pretty much it. Like people think I'm standoffish and I have to work on 
being able to actually talk on the telephone versus texting because I've come a little text. I've become a little texter. And <laughs> so that is something that I have to work on because people will call me and I know I can, it, I know it can be a business question and I'll be like, I'm not in the mood. I'm being Shaquanda right now. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. <laughs> So okay. I, as, soon as, as soon as they hang up, I'm like, hey, how you doing? You need help? And it's like, why you just couldn't answer the phone right when I call? But I get in those little moods, you know, where it's just like, mm -hmm. and I don't know if part of that is from me being an only child or part of it is from the past few years and me being so focused and so in my own world that mm -hmm. I, I have just chosen to actually stay, you know, stay focused. I've made that choice to stay mm -hmm. focused. So right now I can't take on anything that's going to deter me from my mission. Or you know, okay. mess with mess with my piece. Right. Okay. All right. So you an introvert. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it sounds crazy saying that running a business. Like even when I've I've done like pop up shops and stuff like that, I'm still just like standing up <laughs> like a little statue and it's like you I know that I have to network and eventually I snap out of it but in the very beginning mm -hmm. I'm like oh <laughs> I'm just looking around okay well you but, you know what I mean this is our first time talking I mean yeah this is our first time talking and you 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 seem very um you seem very engaged you know um, you, you, you didn't seem very, you didn't seem standoffish or anything like that. You seem like you was, you know, like hit the ground running. You seem very personable. You know? Thank you. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? A younger version of myself. I would definitely let her know that life is going to show up and you may or may not be ready for it. However, you still have to get through it. You still have to be so much as ready for whatever is going to come your way. And I will also just mm -hmm. tell her, like, don't be so hard on yourself when you feel like you didn't accomplish something that you set out to do. Okay. Because I am be very, so hard on yourself. Yes, I am very, very, hard very hard. <laughs> yes. And and in business, it's good. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Yeah, because I am very I very hard on myself. Yeah, me too. Me too. But it's like a week. And a lot of times we give others grace, but we don't give it to ourselves. You know what I mean? Like if someone else, somebody, oh, okay, well, you know, you just had an off day, or you know, we just, you know, we we're, we're easier to forgive it. But when it comes to ourselves, it's like we're so much harder on ourselves. And a lot of times we hold on to stuff that we really haven't forgiven ourselves for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that comes up a lot when I, you know, talk to different women that we be holding on to stuff. And sometimes we don't even realize we're holding on to it. You know, so... That's what that was one of the things I had to realize. I thought, okay, I can go from personal life to business life, turn that turn personal life on, turn business life on. And I didn't realize that they were ran hand in hand. 
So it was yeah. like when I wasn't mm-hmm. really good in a per- when I wasn't in a good headspace in my personal life, it was like I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like thinking of no content today. I don't feel like posting nothing. You know, like I'm just like, ugh. And then I noticed mm-hmm. that once I was in a good space, everything was good. I was posting. I was this. I was that. You know? So I am definitely working on learning how to um, the, the two will never be completely separate. But I'm definitely working on, OK, turn that switch off. You know, you got this over here to do. So let's just later for that right now. And let's just focus on this mm-hmm. and then we'll get back to that. Yep. Yep. I was going to say, I was going to add, and I'll be trying to hold it because I don't want to interrupt. Then I, I may I may have a senior moment and forget. Um, hey, maybe to come back to me. I was going to say, it slipped my mind, y'all. Maybe to come back to me. Um, so this is, so let us, let everyone know where they can find you. What, you know, just tell them again, like what all you offer. You know about your ebook and the, I, you know, and I'm just, I know you did, these weren't your exact words, but like a blueprint, if you will, for helping, you know, people start up that know that they want to, you know, start their own business and just not quite sure what to do. Tell them a little bit about that. Tell them where they can find you, you know, give, give your, your handles. Okay. And then maybe I'll remember what I was going to ask you. <laughs> okay. So, um, you guys can definitely follow me on my Instagram. My Instagram is going to be Beyond Beauty Life Collection 2020. Um, I I do have a website also. I'll put it down in once we're finished. I'll put that down in um, in the comment section. Am I able to do that? Yes. Go back. Okay. Yes. So I'll put I'll put the website down at the bottom of um, I'll put the bottom in the comments. Um, as far as the takeaways, I just want to say that. Um, even though trials and tribulations are going to come, don't be deterred. Don't be discouraged. You know, try to stay positive. Try to stay motivated. And for those of you who are thinking about starting a business, I would say actually sit down and write it out. What are you going to do? You know, what do you want to sell? You know, what's going to be the purpose? How are you going to help people? How is this going to fit into people's day to day lives? You know, um, even if you don't know much about marketing, branding and advertising, um, I definitely recommend that you check, those, you know, check into doing those things or how to do those things before getting started. Um, also remember if you're ever feeling like discouraged or anything, you have to stay, have to go back to your why. We may not always be motivated. I mean, you know, but we have to be determined. You have to keep that determination in you. And remembering your why is what's going to help you stay determined. It's going to help you stay focused. A lot of people don't realize it, but the why is a big part of the business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It plays a yeah. major, major role in the business. Um, and for those of you who are thinking about starting, let me just say this. I started out in debt. I want to say a good, I know, I spent like a thousand dollars or so, maybe like my first debt that I went into with my business. And over time, I have come out of debt as far as making my money back. However, I had to experience some losses before I actually start gaining some profit. So I definitely want to let you all know that the instant gratification thing, you can just throw that out the window. (laughs) If that's what you're looking for is the instant gratification, you can just throw that right out the window. Um, As I said, I'm in business three years and I am just honestly seeing 
a profit coming into my third year because I had to do so many write-offs. I had to do giveaways. I had to do things that I didn't really want to do, you know, as far as investments, but they needed to be made in order for my brand to get out here in order for me to educate myself as a business owner. So a lot of the times people get investing and investments confused. So when you're making investments in yourself, you're bettering yourself to be able to serve your customers. You're bettering yourself to be able to educate your customers. When you're making these invest, when you're making investments, it's like I'm purchasing these products for my business. I'm purchasing these products to sell. So a lot of the times people don't realize that there is a slight difference there between making investments and investing in your business. Wait a minute, I'm sorry, you went out to say that last part again? Oh, I was saying a lot of the times people don't realize that there's a difference in making investments and investing in your business. Oh, okay, gotcha, okay. So okay. like, a, for instance, I'll say this, like for the um, for my coaching and for me to take my, my business coaching and my life coaching, I consider that an invest, I'm investing in my business. Now, when I make, product purchase that is an investment because it's okay. something that okay. i'm going to you see what i mean so it's kind of like right. i look at it that way so i can be able to identify the difference okay am i investing or am i making an investment do i expect profit back Not from true. this or am i just investing for my own mental you know for my from to educate right. myself yeah i got you okay so that okay. is kind of my little catchy way of making sure i i I'm able to identify the two. Um, I am looking for women to collaborate with via virtual pop-up shop, Facebook groups, Instagram groups. You know, um, I'm in a couple now, but I'm always open to getting in more, to educating myself, to collaborate with other business owners. I don't have it all figured out. You know, I'm I'm working my way through <laughs> through a lot of things right now. So I'm always willing, even if it's no more, to just sit in a room and learn, you know, what I need to learn. And then the next time I present myself in the room and give my okay. feedback. <laughs> Got you. Okay. And get I my wanted feedback. to check this with you. Now, what I have in in here for a link for you, it's a link tree. It says link tree uh, hyphen or slash beyond beauty life collection. Is that it? Yes, that's it. And actually, if okay. you click the link tree, you can find me on all my platforms. It takes okay, you yep, to I my see it. Okay. It's okay. All right, good. Excellent. Um excellent, excellent. Okay, so that's there. And you can still add whatever else you want to in the comments, but okay. that is in the write-up because I just I just added it to it. Um, so everything is there, you know. The, the bio is there as well as how they can find you. Um, yes, yeah, so I want to confirm that with you. So we got we got that part. Okay. So any any closing closing remarks or maybe close you know closing statement or anything that, that you want to leave us with? Um, yes, I just actually want to say that if, they, if if anyone is watching this and you've, like I said, been thinking about starting a business, but you don't know where to um, to get started at, you guys are more than welcome to email me. Um, I'll put that down in the description box and we can do, you know, converse via email 
or you guys can go to my YouTube channel as well. I have a YouTube channel where um, you guys can see my struggle from the very beginning when I was so nervous to up until now when I think I'm, I got it down jam-packed. But um, I would just like to say this on a more serious note. Don't let people, dic don't let your past dictate your future. And for me, that was one of the things that one of the things I always stress to people, because I felt like a failure when I came home from prison. I felt like, you know, I had let my people down. I felt like I had let my mom down. I'm her only child, you know. So I felt um, there were those feelings again showing up. <laughs> so all of these things that I was feeling is actually what helped me fuel my business, you know. So I definitely just would like to say don't let people, you know, dictate how or what you or who you can become based off of one or two mistakes that you may have met, made prior to, you know, you wanted to do whatever it is that you want to do in life. Yeah. Well, that's very, very good advice. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out. So thank you, ladies and um, gentlemen, if any gentlemen joined us today. I think it was one gentleman earlier. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, Shaquanda has been awesome. Now, Shaquanda is also going to be one of the presenters in the Eight Queens Roundtable Quarterly Symposium, which is a online virtual summit. And it is for personal, professional, or just like personal and professional development for coaches and consultants. So, you know, she's going to give her give us her best, give us her empowerment, her encouragement, her inspiration, as well as her knowledge during that summit. Okay, so I'm really, really excited to have her on board for that. So again, thank you for joining us for Eight Queens Roundtable Show. I am your host, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison. And in the comments, actually right up right here, you should see it. That is her link, her link tree link, as well as it is in the description. So if you want to connect with her, you know, to get your ebook, to get some of her advice, some of her inspiration, some of her products, you know, please feel free to do so. Let me see somebody else put an extra comment in too. Let me just go down. Please feel free to do so. And also, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just trying to, I wanted to bring up the other comment. My internet is moving so slow. So thank you all for joining us on this Sunday afternoon and every second and fourth Sunday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join me here. Like I said, I bring on a different guest each time and we just talk openly and honestly. So please join us every second and fourth Sunday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for A Queen's Roundtable Show. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, then utilize the link that is also in the comments as well. And I believe that's it. I don't, I don't think I have anything else I wanted to announce, but thank you again so much for being a guest on the show and for bearing with me with the, through all of the tech, techie things. But it was, it was such a pleasure to interview you. I had so much fun and I, I, I learned a lot from you and you were very, very wise. And I, I wish you all the success and everything that comes along with that in the future. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm claiming all of that. So I'm going to take that on in because right now I'm online. But my ultimate goal is to have my own little storefront. So I'm claiming I'm taking all that in. Yes, 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 you will. I'm but yes, sure. 
I just want to say this real quick before we um get off. You guys are more than welcome to email me if you guys have questions, concerns, you know, want to start. I can I can lead you from one place to the next if need be, you know, like the how to start. Um should you LLC your business or when should you do that? Things like that. So make sure you guys email me. I just ask that you give me 24 to 48 hours and I will definitely respond to you. Um, if you guys would like to um, know more about my eBooks and what they have to offer exactly, you guys can email me about that too. But make sure you get that free one though, because the free one, <laughs> that free one tells you, it goes a little more in depth about myself. And I promise you, if you just look at, look over the reasons why, and some of them were pretty like crazy because it's like you should have known better type of mistakes. <laughs> so I definitely want to say go ahead and get that free ebook and check it out. And I promise you, you're going to want to get up off the couch and get started. <laughs> All right. Good, good. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you again. And Shaquanda, um, I look forward to speaking with you again in the future. And everyone out there in Facebook land, thank you for joining. Please share this broadcast out, tag another coach and or consultant, and make sure you tune in every second and fourth Sunday of the month for A Queen's Roundtable Show. All right, everybody. Have a good afternoon and talk to you all again soon. Bye, everybody.